0: This is the Raw Food Health Empowerment Podcast with Samantha Salmon and Darrell Hilton Salmon. Tune in every week for practical advice that will help you live your healthiest life. If you want to go deeper and get more support, sign up for a free health consultation. The link to schedule your session is in the show notes. I look forward to helping you on your health journey. Physical and emotional trauma causes inflammation in the body. I know a lot of people aren't aware of that. They think of just physical trauma can do that, but actually emotional trauma can create inflammation. And if you don't have support or do anything to learn how to cope with the trauma, it can manifest into panic, anxiety, being easily startled, or even post-traumatic stress disorder. There was a study done on ACEs a while back. ACEs is known as adverse childhood experiences, showing the impact of trauma on youth as they grow into adults. Some think only physical trauma can have lasting impacts, but emotional trauma can get stuck in the nervous system and manifest into chronic illness either directly or indirectly. So what can we do about this? There are many techniques, but one fun one is movement therapy, also known as dance therapy. And I have a special guest today. April Arlene Owens, who is a dance fitness instructor and a choreographer since 2011, she's taught thousands of dance fitness classes to women impacting their lives and health and fitness. She's the creator of Dance to Self Rediscovery, a live 5-week cultural dance fitness therapy online course uniquely designed for women. So we're going to talk about the impact of uh, dance and movement therapy and how it can actually help uh, relieve trauma that may be showing up in our lives right now. Welcome, April. Thank you for coming on to the Raw Food Health Empowerment Podcast.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Yes. So you're going to teach us a little bit about how we can heal emotional and physical trauma using movement therapy. So can you speak on how Physical and emotional trauma causes inflammation in the body.
1: Sure. So um, so physical uh, trauma can cause inflammation in the body because um, as soon as we have an injury, uh, that's our body's way of letting us know there's something wrong and it affects our immune system, uh, which in turn will cause inflammation in the body. And then with emotional trauma, um, the same type of situation happens, um, but that develops cortisol in our bodies, which can cause inflammation. So it's just it's just a trigger to let us know that, you know, something's not right in our system. And so uh, with physical, it's um, the immune system. And then with emotional, it's um it's, uh, it's a cortisol that will develop in our system and that will cause inflammation as well.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, how does that affect uh, the nervous system? So, with the nervous system, um,
1: when we're going through stress or anxiety, um, again, our body will be like, okay, what's going on? And um, so, with the nervous system, it can become overstimulated. And so, when that becomes overstimulated, it's kind of stuck on. It's just stuck on on. It won't kind of come uh, calm us down. Mm -hmm. And we always need a way to um, be calmed down. So when our nervous system is overstimulated and stuck on on. Yeah. That can also cause um, inflammation in our system. It can cause us to be uh, stressed and um, it can cause a sleeplessness. Yeah. And anger and anxiety. Um, So we definitely have to make sure that um, we keep our nervous system uh at a at a moderate level at an elevated level.
0: Mm-hmm. Right now, you know, is a, a stressful time for a lot of folks. Yeah. Because of everything that's going on. Uh we're dealing with ancestral trauma. We've been triggered a lot, especially with Trump being in office. Many people have been triggered of a variety of different races. Yes. You know, you have women in the Me Too movement who's been triggered by him. Hispanic people have been triggered by him. Black people have been triggered by him. You know, he's just triggering triggering a lot of people, yeah, and, um, and causing a lot of trauma. Yes, 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 bringing up traumas that people have from even their childhood,
1: you Correct. know, just
0: in his yes. presidency. So, with all of this going on, like, how can dance and movement therapy actually resolve or help us in this time?
1: Okay, so when we're dancing and when we're moving our bodies with different gestures and postures, it's a way to, um, to talk about our traumas without having to, act, to re-traumatize ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll give you an example. Um, so in my course, I created a dance um, of African moves. And with these African moves, Um, you're moving to the beat of drums, which can be very relaxing and it can relieve stress. So it's a way to kind of like reconnect to our bodies and release those stress without having to uh, physically speak about that, which can in turn, you know, recreate that moment. So when you don't have to speak about it and you can release those traumas through um, movement, um, it just helps with having to um bring those traumas back into into your into your system.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um for instance, like you said, um you know, people suffer through uh childhood traumas or uh just life transitions, um, self-esteem issues, body image issues. So these are just all ways that they can um heal their heal themselves and and transform themselves without having to re traumatize themselves.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is there something special about movement therapy as opposed to just like dancing in your living room, just like randomly to whatever random music that? (laughs) I mean, that could definitely be,
1: you know, a way to release stress, doing it on your own uh, to some music um, and releasing those stressors, those anxieties, um, past traumas. Um, But there's also a way to um, focus on certain postures. Certain uh, dance elements um, that uh, just focuses on individually, but focus on what that person went through mm-hmm. um, prior. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I can say, sure, you can go ahead and do it that way. But um, it's also better to uh, do an actual therapeutic uh, dance movement so you can focus on exactly what has happened to you.
0: Yeah, yeah. And like for for your program and for people who are interested in dance therapy, do they need to have a dance background?
1: Oh no. They do not know how to have to have the of a dance background. They don't need to know how to dance. And I get that question a lot, you know, do I have to uh know how to dance? Do I have to be a dancer? Absolutely not. All you need to just have a willingness mm-hmm. to want to rediscover yourself and transform your, transform yourself and um, just relieve those stressors. Um, Cause it's really just about movement. Um, and like I said, just different postures and gestures, um, but very simple uh, dance movements, nothing crazy, <laughs> you, know, nothing, you know, no back flips or anything like that. I yeah. promise you.
0: Are yeah. there steps you have to learn? Like how does it work and how often should people do it? It, does it depend on the trauma they're trying to work through or?
1: Well, I would suggest um, at least once a week. My course is once a week and the classes are about an hour and a half long and it's half lecture and half dance. Mm -hmm. Uh, The lecture is about 45 minutes and then the dance will be another 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, What I do is I connect uh, certain uh, major milestones with a dance. So one day in one class we will talk about in our lecture for instance self awareness um, mindfulness and then connect that for instance like i said before with african and these african moves um it's a harvesting dance um and it's it's a way to connect to the earth um so we bring those two together you know stress reliever mindfulness self awareness to this dance and um so You know, I would suggest, you know, like I said, once a week. Um, And my course, it lasts about five and a half weeks Mm -hmm. total. And, um, but I have a Facebook group that they can continue to get mentoring on for a lifetime. And I just want to build a community of, um, you know, people helping and encouraging one another.
0: How did you get into this personally? So I personally
1: suffered from childhood trauma. Okay. And, just suffer from uh, low self esteem and body image issues, and I would say teaching thousands of different dance fitness classes and health helping other women in health and nutrition and um, through teaching these classes, I was able to build up my self confidence mm-hmm. and become more self-aware of who I was and create a self-identity and actually find my purpose in life. And I just want to, in turn, help other women do the same thing. Mm-hmm.
0: I was actually reflecting on this uh, recently about um, dance. Cause I, mm-hmm. I grew up, that was my thing as a child, you know, mm-hmm. dance school. And in dance school, you have mirrors and you always have to see yourself. You have to be in a frame, is what they call it, right? so if you're in the yes. second line or the third line, you need to have a window where you can see yourself in the mirror, and that's how you that dance throughout all the class and I've done all the classes I've done African ballet, tap jazz, all the things right okay. uh, even done Brazilian and all of that, so
1: yeah
0: um, I feel like in interacting with folks when you talk about self esteem and all that, I've always had a lot of confidence, and i I feel like. My mom was really crucial in that and just like reinforcing, you know, you're beautiful, you're da 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 Like she said all the things and she kept reinforcing all those things. But mm-hmm. also in dance class on Saturdays, like, you know, when you're amongst your peers, it's different than when you're with your mom, right? Your right. It's <laughs> really where the judgment comes. Yeah. In the dance environment, the judgment can be really, really tough, Right. And, um, but in that training of many years of looking at myself and dancing and and looking at myself, I feel like that has a huge impact on being okay with how I look. Cause even now with this, with the conversation around, you know, natural hair and black, you know, anti-blackness and, you know, people, uh, bleaching and all this kinds of stuff, like Mm -hmm. all of these the messaging that uh, Black women get, dark-skinned women get, you know, on our beauty and our hair and all this stuff. Um, You know, I haven't had as big of an issue as some folks, and I feel like that's because I continue to do these things, even if I'm not in class. I look Mm. at myself, I say I'm beautiful, even if I don't necessarily feel that in that moment. I may think, my hair, man, your hair looks horrible. You know, yeah. you can't even handle this hair. Like, what you doing? But I will still tell myself Don't
1: like, you
0: know, I will look at myself until I believe it and I see it. Yes. You know, I'll see something either my eyes or my décolleté, whatever it is, that I appreciate. That's yes. time. Yes. <laughs> You know, yes. that I appreciate and I I feel like it's just it's from that and I will dance in the mirror and I'll look at myself and I I think I find that that connection with myself um, has really helped me because I, I feel like I'm my first friend, Mm -hmm. even, even after my mom passes, I will continue to have me as my friend,
1: as your friend who will be
0: there for me. And that just that, you know, so, you know, just to, to reinforce what you're saying, like I really. Um, appreciate my history with dance and that, like uh, that aspect of it, because I feel like it's a learning that stays with you when you're in some tough times of feeling like isolated. And when you're talking about trauma and stress and just like being in environments where you probably don't have anyone that you resonate with, that you can talk to. Yes. Where, but you have yourself. And you, you have, have music yourself. and exactly. you have the mirror. Yes. Know? And so you and have that's this. So. Yeah. And that's so great that
1: you said that, Samantha, because you touched on actually one of the um the milestones that I go over in class is we talk about self-love and we talk about um, mirroring. And um one of the exercises is look at yourself in the mirror. And because we're so conditioned to automatically go right to what we don't like about ourselves when we look in the mirror. And so the exercise is to change your your mindset, change your perspective about yourself. When you look in the mirror, find something that you like about yourself. And if you can't find anything, those things that you don't like about yourself, you're going to change your mindset and you're going to change your perspective um, that you do like those things about yourself and that you are beautiful and your flaws is what makes you beautiful. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what you said is just, Right on point.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because ultimately, even if you don't like something about yourself, the more you look at it, you get used to it. It's kind of it like a song. Cool. You know, you hear a song you don't like it, but then it keeps playing and playing and playing, and all of a sudden it's not that bad, right? right. <laughs> yeah,
1: <true>. you just <laughs> that is true. You
0: just get used to it, but it's like that negativity yeah. bias of the mind. Unless we do things daily to program ourselves, mm-hmm. and we have these techniques to go to, like we'll stay on negativity. And when we come when, from a healing perspective, the body can't heal if we're in a negativity state all the time. Right. You right. need that, yeah. that positivity and that those positive emotions to allow for uh, rejuvenation to happen mm-hmm. in the body, for healing to happen in the body. Correct. So, uh So your course, right. For yes. folks who want to utilize this practice, which is a very fun practice. Who doesn't like to move their body? And you don't have to know how to dance.
1: No, I'll <laughs> teach you. I'll teach you how to to dance. I'll teach you how to make it your own.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How can folks find you online to learn more and to get signed up? So they can go to my
1: Facebook page, which is um, April Arlene Owens. They can also go to my Instagram, which is the underscore April Arlene, they can also go to my YouTube page, which is AAO Fit TV. Um, and they can find all the information um, on how to sign up for my free webinar. And I can give you all the information within that free webinar um, about the course, about the program. Um, and you'll know, um, you'll go, we'll go through the major milestones. We'll go through um, my personal method, what I came up with. Um, it's called the tada method Mm -hmm. and um you hear about testimonials and everything um so it's a wonderful program and it's for women um it's designed uh uniquely for women
0: awesome Mm -hmm. well thank you so much april thank you for having me thank you so much for listening today please be sure to subscribe so you're notified on all our future episodes when they're released